You're listening to Use Your Words, book review minicasts. I am Nora from Richmond, and I would like to recommend Lovely War by Julie Berry. When we begin to read, we are set in a hotel room with three Greek gods, Aphrodite, the goddess of love, Hephaestus, her husband and the god of fire, and Ares, the god of war. Aphrodite is being put on trial by Hephaestus for having an affair with Ares. She decides that the best way to explain why she did it is to present two connecting love stories, bringing witnesses to include music and war, longing and loss. We meet Hazel, a beautiful piano player who falls for James Aldridge a week before he was sent to war. The second pairing is Colette, the gorgeous Belgian girl with a broken past, and Aubrey, the king of ragtime and emperor of jazz, as said by Hazel. The question is, can Aphrodite get herself out of this mess and make Hephaestus understand? The book is a romance mixed with war and music. It represents large topics such as racism and the tragedies of war in such brilliant ways you can only praise Julie Berry for it. This is a young adult book, but be prepared for the deep lessons and truths you will learn as you read. This is Lovely War by Julie Berry. Hi, I'm Matthew from Richmond, Virginia, and I would like to recommend you The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. It's kind of a mix between Star Wars and 1984, both being really good. It's about a man from Earth who is suddenly rescued by his friend as the Earth is being cleared to become part of an interstellar highway. His friend, who is actually an alien, is doing research for the new edition of The Hitchhiker's Guide. In the book, he meets the President of the Galaxy and eventually goes to a planet that makes other planets. It's a really good sci-fi book, even though it was written in 1979, and has actually pretty decent technology. It's it's a classic that everyone should read. It's part of a four-book series. And I've only read the first one, so I don't really know what happens next. But the first one is a really good and funny book. This is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. And remember, don't panic. I am Jonah from Richmond, Virginia, and I would like to recommend a book called Lost in the Pacific, 1942 by Todd Olson. It's about eight soldiers who became lost at sea when their B-17 bomber plane went down from fuel lossage after missing their landing location. Among one of the soldiers is an American war hero named Eddie Rickenbacker, and the soldiers must find a way to survive in 68 square miles of water. It's a narrative nonfiction book that's told in a third-person point of view, while also being a true story taking place in World War II. I think that readers from 6th to 8th grade would enjoy it. You would also like it if you're interested in history, because it includes quite a bit of war stuff. It is part of Todd Olson's Lost series, so there are more stories like this, but in different locations. I read this book during the summer, and for me, it was easy to get through. This is because it gave me interest, unlike some other books I've had to read in my past um, during the summer, and a lot of them weren't that good. I also really like the way the book does its introduction. It really brings the reader into the action and it's fast paced and I really enjoyed it. This book series is super similar to the I Survive series by Lauren Tarshis. I read the I Survive series when I was in third grade but this book is like more advanced than that. Um, I think Lost in the Pacific 1942 
was action-packed and a great story. Hi, I'm Ryan from Richmond, and I want to recommend the book Patron Saints of Nothing by Randy Verbey. When the book opens, readers meet Jay, a Filipino-American living in Michigan with his family. He isn't the most popular or the smartest or the most athletic, but Jay has Sean, his friend who keeps him going while they figure out what college they'll be attending in the fall. However, he soon finds out that one of his cousins still living in the Philippines was murdered. Jay may be uncertain about what his future holds, but he is sure that the stories he's being forced to accept are far from the truth. His gut feeling that he's being lied to takes him all the way back to where he was born, where his venture for the truth leads him to family, new friends, and uncovered secrets. One of my favorite parts of the book is learning about those backstory secrets and why they were hidden in the first place while Jay searches for the truth. It really helps to understand the situation all of these characters are in. You should try out this realistic fiction and mystery must read because it gives you a taste of culture and a new sense of gratefulness for your everyday life. This book is for young adults and teenagers. If you liked other books by Randy Verbey, such as After the Shot Drops or An Infinite Number of Parallel Universes, then this book would be great for you. While reading it, a couple of tears were taken and many hours late at night were spent flipping pages and taking it all in. This coming-of-age book is heartful and enlightening. One of my favorite quotes from it is one where the author writes, We all have the terrible and amazing power to hurt and help, to harm and heal. We all do both throughout our lives. That's the way it is. I suppose we just go on and do the best we can and try to do more good than bad using our time in Earth. I think this really captures the ideas and themes present in the book Patron Saints of Nothing by Randy Rabay. Hi, my name is Tucker from Richmond, Virginia. The book I'm recommending today is The Outsiders by Susan E. Hinton. This book is a classic and it was written in 1967 and has been serving readers ever since. It is based in Oklahoma in 1965 where there's a big rivalry in town. The greasers, the poor kids who are are trying to scrape by, and the socks, the rich kids. So what will happen when Ponyboy, the main character, and his friend Johnny step on the wrong side of town and somebody ends up dead? What will Ponyboy and Johnny do to avoid trouble? You'll have to read it yourself to find out. This book is one of my all-time favorites because of its ability to compact so much action, character development, and drama all into one young adult nonfiction book, told by both sides of the greasers and the socks. If you're looking for an action-packed young adult young adult book to always keep you on your to- toes, then The Outsiders is the book for you. I learned a lot about the hardships that a lot of people who aren't as privileged as me go through on a daily basis, and this is why this is one of the reasons I like this book so much. I like this book so much. Thank you so much, and I hope you take the time to read The Outsiders by Susan E. Clinton. Hello, I am James from Richmond, Virginia, and I would like to recommend the book, And Then There Were None. This dark and morbid tale was written by Agatha Christie way back in 1939. 
and tells the tale of ten strangers invited to a little secluded island. Slowly, one by one, they start to die off. Can they find the secret killer before it's too late? Throughout the book, you slowly start to learn the dark backstories of the characters and why the killer is after them. This book is based on a poem called Ten Little Indian Boys, which tells the tale of ten Indians dying in different gruesome ways. This is a thrilling read and not for the faint of heart. I started and finished this book all in one day because it's just so hard to put down. Each chapter is split into many different parts, each, each part a different perspective. This way of writing really shows you the development of each character so you can understand what each one of them is going through. If you like mystery or horror books, this is a perfect read for you. To finish summarizing this book, I'd like to leave you with one final quote. One little Indian boy left all alone. He went and hanged himself, and then there were none. That is, And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie.